You're listening to episode 158 of the FitzPro podcast, and today is all about productivity. I will make clear what productivity actually is versus what people think it is from my perspective and my own um, experiences. I am not some kind of productivity expert. I don't even know if those exist, Um, but I do think that today's episode is going to be helpful for a lot of people looking to reach some goals or just make some changes in the back half of 2022. So without further ado, let's dive in. The Fitzpro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. Though today's episode is not specifically geared towards business. It certainly applies to business. So if you do happen to be an entrepreneur in the online health and fitness space, go ahead and check out my free on-demand workshop, meaning you can watch it anytime. It is called Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. And you can register at anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. As usual, while you are over on the site or in the show notes, you will see that I have free resources for trainers, trainees, and entrepreneurs, and you can find those at anniemiller.co slash resources. Those are downloads and things of that sort just to help you for free. So don't skip out on that. I would also like to thank Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. If you are looking for a natural supplement that is actually backed by science, and I say actually because they have 100% formula transparency, meaning that underneath each product on the site, you can see the scientific literature that went into not only the products and ingredients that they use, but also the effective dosages of those, which is very important for the supplement to do what it's claiming that it will do for you. Um, If you are looking to add protein, if you're looking to get into creatine for the first time, if you're looking to add some multivitamins or other types of supplements, I highly suggest and back Legion. They are my people. Like I said, they have 100% uh, formula transparency. They also have 100% naturally sweetened and flavored products. Stevia isn't my personal favorite flavor. Um, The proteins that I find are the uh, most natural in, in flavor, I suppose, are vanilla, the cocoa, Uh, cereal protein, as well as the, I mean, I do like they're just normal cocoa too, just chocolate. Um, But cocoa cereal and the honey cereal, I think it is, it looks like Cheerios on the on the labeling. Those are my favorite flavors. They're the least uh, of that, like, it's not a fake sweetener because it's stevia. But if you know what I'm talking about, that flavor, not normal sugar, um, those have the most natural taste in my opinion. Those are my favorite. They're my jam. Um, If you are skeptical, I get it. They have 100% money back guarantee and free shipping. So use code Annie at checkout when you go to buylegion.com and that will get you 20% off your first order. Or if you already love Legion, using code Annie will get you double Legion reward points. So though, like I said, today's episode is not specifically for entrepreneurs, it is going to be highly beneficial for entrepreneurs because that is likely the lens that I will most aggressively see this topic through, but it applies to literally any area of your life that you want to see more productivity in the back half of this year, which happens to be 2022. We are currently in June at the time of this recording, end of June, and next week 
is July. You have six more months. I'm not a big um, pusher with the, you know, start now. Anything can happen now. I get that starting on a Monday or the first of a month can feel good, can be effective, uh, and might actually get you to do something. So I'm game for that. But I want to make clear that productivity is not doing more in general. It is doing more of whatever it is that you want to do. Wherever you are seeking change, wherever you want to spend more time, you're productive if you spent more time there, if you are making progress there. It's being aligned with that decision and the goal that you have and making sure that your decisions are getting you more of whatever it is that you are working on. So that's why I say this applies to literally anything. I was just talking to my assistant the other day and she was talking about how she's also a one-on-one fitness client of mine about how one of her goals this year was to actually be less quote unquote productive and to prioritize more fun. So if she was listening to this episode, she is looking at how she can be more productive in the area of having fun and prioritizing fun. How can she create more space using her time more wisely for what it is that she wants to do? So I do not want to put productivity into this box of generally doing more because that's not what productivity is. That's just being busy and that is not what we're after. And that is all to say that it's just a fact that you can be very, very, very busy and not be productive. We have likely all experienced that. Your plate can be very full and not productive, and that is how we are setting up today's episode with that distinction. We're going to talk about three different approaches and tactics that you can use to get more done of what you actually want to get done. So first, we we have to identify what it is that you do want to do more of or get better at. You can use all of these tactics and tips that I'm going to give you. You can use one of them, or you can implement whatever makes sense on top of whatever it is that you're already doing with the direction that you want to go. Now, I am not an expert in behavior change. I am simply sharing that these are the things that I have learned from other people that have worked for me. I don't always get it right. I still do things with my time that I would rather not do with my time. I don't prioritize things that I should, and there's always room for improvement. So this is not a me speaking from, you know, the the mountaintop. This is me in the trenches with you attempting to be more productive. And that's my point is that we all have room to improve with productivity You have room to do more of what you want to do, and I am hoping that I can help you do that with today's episode. So the first thing is daily habits and first step plans is what I call them. There is probably some actual term for this. I just have not discovered it yet. First off, if you have not read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, I highly suggest that you do so. When I read that book, James put a lot of actual names and maybe like a phrase to things that I was already doing or that I had tried in the past. He has this really nice applicable structure to the way that he writes about habits specifically and being more productive in the way that I mentioned earlier, doing more of what you want to do, or maybe even being more efficient at what it is that you want to do. That is where I learned or rather what gave a name to habit stacking or combining your habits So for instance, in the summer of 2020, during the pandemic, I started doing low intensity steady state cardio or LIS cardio and writing out captions, blogs, drafting podcasts during that time of day because cardio is so boring to me, specifically 
low intensity steady state cardio is very boring and monotonous. It made me feel way more productive in my work and that got me more movement in my day. So it was a win-win, right? Two birds, one stone. I wasn't concerned about being present for the cardio or pushing myself. As long as my heart rate was where it was supposed to be, we were good. Um, It was simply to combine two tasks that felt very annoying or daunting to me or just timely. Writing, sitting down and writing and creating content is just time consuming and there's not a lot of stimulation going on. Um, And so combining these two tasks just made both of them more enjoyable to me and felt more efficient. I have also implemented that recently in my second trimester of pregnancy. If you do not know, at this time, I'm, I'm about 19 weeks pregnant, and I need to draft up like 30 plus podcast episodes and several blogs for maternity leave. And that means I need to get ahead now, which requires double the work or sometimes triple the work. So I have started doing 20 to 30 minutes of cardio first thing in the morning, and it's fasted. Um, it's literally the first thing that I do. It allows me to get some movement in and I bust out, you know, a few podcast drafts or blog drafts or things of that sort. And this is not a main point, but as like a subsection of habit stacking, I also suggest doing something that you want to do first thing in the morning. So the first step task is what I was talking about earlier. If it's possible, get in the habit of rolling out of bed and doing the thing, whatever the thing is. This is not going to apply to everything, but this is best applied to someone who wants to meditate or have a breathing practice or do some mobility or even drink more water, um, kind of these typical like health morning, morning routine type things. This cannot happen for everyone. I fully understand that. I am not going to tell a mother of three kids to, you know, in a full-time job to wake up and do a 30-minute breath practice meditation every morning. But if at all possible, the power of starting your day with the thing that you want to do more of can set you up to make better decisions throughout the rest of the day. So maybe that mother of three who does have a full-time job can start her day with drinking water, right? Like maybe 30 ounces of water down right in the morning sometime before she gets the kids off to school or whatever goes to work, whatever her first thing is. That might be attainable for that person. In the chaos, we can chug some water. Getting this done in the first thing is because the first thing you've chosen to do in your day is to be accountable to yourself and to do more of what it is that you want to do. If you've ever read the book, The Slight Edge, this is kind of the premise of that entire book. Same type of deal as Atomic Habits, doing more of what you want to do, making um, the, the right decisions, stacking those right decisions. But in The Slight Edge, the idea is that it's very easy to take action on most things, but it's also very easy to not take action on most things. When you think about the act of putting on your shoes, that's not actually a difficult thing to do. It can be difficult to create the willpower to do it, but it's not actually a difficult task. Setting up my clothes for my cardio in the morning makes, as in setting up my clothes the night before for my cardio in the morning, makes the decision to do the cardio in the morning much easier. It's being on your own team. So getting dressed to do the cardio is not the hard thing anymore. My clothes are already out. I'm not making decisions right when I wake up about what I'm going to wear to do the cardio. Hopefully that's making sense. So the idea is 
how can we compound good actions? That's from Atomic Habits. How can you stack two actions and or combine them? Um, And then how can we compound the good actions, good being aligned with what it is that you truly want to be doing throughout the day versus compounding the bad ones, kind of that downward spiral that we've all experienced, I'm sure. And if you don't want to call them bad decisions, you can call them misaligned decisions, you can call them whatever you want, but they're they're moving you in momentum away from the goal versus towards the goal. That's the main premise here. I've talked about momentum before in other podcasts. It's something that I think about often. So starting your day with the action is accountable to yourself, which is awesome. And that can lead to momentum going in that direction versus momentum building in the opposite direction of choosing the things that we want to be choosing. And again, you can apply this to whatever you want to. To be clear, because I feel like I am jumping around quite a bit, uh, it's helpful if you can do the thing daily especially when you're doing it like in the morning, but I get that that doesn't apply to everything. If you can do it daily, it can become more of a subconscious thing. That's the benefit. And again, that doesn't make sense for everything, um, but that is the power of kind of making a habit out of just waking up and doing the thing, if that is possible, if that is applicable. And I want to make clear that it can be just a part of the thing. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. For instance, I am more likely to lift later in the day or choose to be active if I start my day with 20 minutes of movement. That can be mobility, that can be cardio, it doesn't really matter. It's just starting your day with, again, that momentum going in the right direction, or even some level of mindfulness that you are making choices you want to make. If the thing you want to do is not a daily task, that's okay, then do the first step. And that is to, you know, if you want to plan a trip, if vacations, if fun, if travel, if adventure is, is the goal, is the priority, get a date on the calendar that you are going to go hiking. I don't know what it is that you want more of in your life necessarily, but if it's not a daily task, if it's not a habit per se, if it's something that happens less often than, than a habit, uh, my suggestion would be to take initiative and do the very first step of whatever that is. Maybe it's even just entertaining that it can happen, whatever it is, depends on how big this thing is. If that's planning, if that's choosing a date, if that's buying the ticket, if that's hiring a coach, if that's securing a friend to do it with you, get it on the calendar and do the first step initiate that momentum towards the thing that you want more of. In a long-term sense, that's the same as waking up every morning and starting your day with the thing. Hopefully you can see that parallel. Number two is in fact the sister to number one. So number one was the, um, I mentioned habit stacking in number one, but really that was combining two tasks. So combining either two things you don't want to do or combining something that you want to do with something you don't want to do. That is again from Atomic Habits, that idea, or he kind of coined that. Um, I feel from my experience, from my exposure, maybe somebody else did, I don't know, but I'm just letting you know, it's not an original thought of mine. It is something that I have done for years, however. So habit stacking is what I mentioned earlier, and that is number two. This applies whether you do the thing daily or not. Whatever it is that you want more productivity in? Is there a way that you can stack something on top of something else that is already happening? So let's say that I wanted to get more core work in. Again, I see a lot of things through health and fitness and habit change because that is kind of my realm 
um, of coaching before I got into business coaching, I still do both. I could do 20 minutes or less of intentional core work straight off the back of my low intensity cardio in the morning. That's using something that's already happening in order to just tack on something else. It's using one habit to add another habit to build momentum for my productivity. Maybe I want to go on more walks throughout the day or write two times as many Instagram posts per week as I normally do. I would look at where can I plug those into something that is already happening or off the back of something that is already happening, whether that is on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Maybe on Fridays after I do my one-on-one true coach check-ins, I go straight into writing three Instagram captions or five Instagram captions, whatever it is. I often create content through conversations or from conversations with my clients that I have. They create content for me all the time, just through our interactions. So pinning the Instagram captions off the back of one-on-one check-ins would make sense to stack those tasks one off the other. Can you stack working out off the back of your workday? Can you start the habit of laying out your clothes for the gym the night before so that your gym bag is ready to go that doesn't require a task or brain work from you because you have been on your team the night before and prepared yourself. The gym bag is in the car. All you have to do is drive to the gym after work. You get the idea. The idea of habit stacking just makes it easier to be, like I said, on your same team when it comes to productivity. You're just making your own life easier to achieve the things that you want to achieve to do more of what you want to actually do. And again, I know that I've talked about doing things, but this could also be what time you get off work. It could be boundary-based as well. So I use the same tactics to stop working by 6 p.m. in 2021. That was in order to get in more rest and intentionality within that rest. That was the goal. As mentioned earlier, who knows, maybe planning a trip could be what you want your quote-unquote productivity to be in the back half of the year. Last up and possibly most important in my view is to write it down and review it. Now, if you roll your eyes at that, because who hasn't said that writing down goals and reviewing them is effective? Well, there's a reason that many people say that. Um, Weekly weekly reflections where you can see them is what I'm referring to. So I use Hillary Rushford's Elegant Excellence Goal Journal, and I am not grounded without it, quite frankly. You don't have to use a journal. You don't have to spend money. What you do need, if you would like to do this, is paper and somewhere to keep that paper where you can see it and reflect on it on a daily basis. This doesn't necessarily apply if you have more of a long-term goal, uh, but definitely for weekly and daily task-oriented things. But even with something that is more long-term, you could absolutely still put that as a note somewhere that you can see on a weekly basis just to keep your brain focused in making decisions that will get you to that long-term goal. And maybe there are smaller tasks that you can do week by week that will get you there. Um, Write it down in whatever manner makes sense for you in this season because I don't know what your goal is with productivity. If you want to prioritize feelings of rest or spaciousness, that's going to look slightly different than someone who is trying to complete a specific task, like some kind of work on the daily basis. But both of these people would still need to 
make aligned decisions to get more of whatever that thing is. And that's where writing it down, at least on a weekly basis, can help you stay focused on that thing, as I mentioned earlier. And the fact is, if we don't give the mind something to focus on, it will wander. We have all experienced this. I know I have. I know that I am much more productive when I have things where I can see them as little reminders for my brain to focus on those things. Uh, We will fill that empty space or that wandering space with other things. We are very good at doing that. Like I said, I know I am very good at doing that. So having this somewhere that you can see it, write it and review it, at least on a weekly basis, gives your brain, it keeps your brain kind of coming back to what it is that you want more of. And ideally your actions and curiosity will lead you closer to that. Or it will show you where your gaps are and why maybe you aren't being as productive as you want to be in a certain area. Again, I am not a mindset expert. I am not a behavior change expert. I don't claim these things, but I do hope that just, you know, sharing atomic habits and the slight edge and things that I have learned from other people and resources um, is helpful for you. And I do suggest reading both of those books uh, if you can. I personally much prefer Atomic Habits from a reading and delivery standpoint. I just like the way that James Clear writes and communicates, but the Slight Edge does have some really good points, um, especially, like I said, from that perspective of how easy it is, how easy good and bad decisions both can be in really building momentum in the direction you want to go. So check those out. Finally, if you did love this episode or you would like to support the FitzPro podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, give the show five stars, a written review. You can also leave reviews wherever you possibly can, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can, please do. It's much appreciated. If you're not on my main mailing list, either Annie's Weekly Wisdom or Annie's Daily Dose, check those out at anniemiller.co slash news. There are podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email, so you don't want to miss out on that. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzboro Podcast. Podcast.